I'm Gareth A. Davis, and for the last three decades, this is the world that I've inhabited, boxing and mixed martial arts. I tell the narrative of people's lives, why they fight, why these warrior spirits feel this calling. Come with me on the journey that I take you inside the lives and the minds of fighters. Tyson, you've had an incredible few months. You've been seconded onto a new code, if you like. How are you figuring with it? Are you loving it or not? I'm handling it quite well. The, um, the exchange of sports, I'm, I'm fitting in quite well. I'm a natural entertainer and a fast learner. So I've been uh, getting the best out of it. I'm projecting ahead. Are you, you're, I mean, your eye looks amazing. Are you 100% looking at February the 22nd still to fight Deontay Wilder? Fighting Wilder wins and, and I don't get injured. And we're on February 22nd. Have you found it challenging learning the skills of pro wrestling? Yes, I have found it challenging, but a challenge that I'm willing to take on and a challenge that I'm willing to, to learn to get better. Are you kind of the fact that you're doing this and not in the normal boxing training camp has that been a kind of an advantage for you in in being able to step away from boxing training yeah for a it has take your mind off boxing completely mm. i wouldn't be in training camp anyway but um it gives me something to do because i would have just been um doing not much at home really to mm. be fair mm. and i knew i had a long rest coming up in december i won't be bothered i won't be doing anything so i didn't want to have october and november off as well so I have to do this because I knew it was going to be a month-long job and I could be busy for a month and then I think I'm busy for the first half of November and then as far as I know, hopefully, touch wood, I'm free for that. When, when we last spoke, it was 7th of September, 8th of September, just before you were about to fight Otto Valin. Did you have any idea at that point then, going into that fight week, that you might end up in the WWE in, no, in the, as, no. a, as a showman? Yeah, I only found out two weeks after I got back. And like I say, I found out on a Wednesday and I flew out on a Thursday. Wow. So it was all very snappy and quick. And did you literally have to make a, a decision there and then that were you going to do it or not? Yes, I did. It was very, very quick. No nerves involved no in nerves this, or did you get nerves? Or no, because I know if I have to, I can bring these out and do a lot of damage to uh, whoever's in front of me. And our guy Ben Davison, I'm surprised you haven't got him in there as one of your guys in the ring. No, ben, um, to... me and Ben haven't had any contact since the Wallen fight. Yeah, I just a quick message or whatever, but. I let Ben get on with his life and me the same. You know, we will spend a lot of time together, so he, he deserves a well-earned break. Because I did he speak to him. To, uh, he doesn't have need. Me he's coming to the Royal Rumble, though, isn't he? I'm not sure. I've he is. No, he told me he is. I've never, never spoke to him. This is how much I haven't spoke to him since. So you've so, literally been under the radar doing under the radar, different minding things. my own business. I've never. I've, I've. I've spoke to a couple of the guys in the camp on a text message. That's it. I've not. I've not seen anybody. I've not. I've been away, haven't I? I was um, away training a friend of mine who uh, was told he was going to have an heart attack at any day if he didn't train. So I spent two weeks in the training camp immediately after I got back from Las Vegas because I promised him before I went to Las Vegas that I'd, I'd, train, I'd train with him to get him back on track. So I did that and then I, w I flew away to um, America and I've been there since last three weeks. You and I have known each other a really long time. I've known you, known you through thin and thinner and, uh, you know, we're, I think we have a genuine friendship and closeness and it's very rewarding for me to see you being able to put your personality and your character on a bigger stage now which is 
a fun and entertainment stage. And because I know you, as you know, and it's you there in WWE. It's yes, actually it you. Is. It's actually the real me. And it's an exciting time for me. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying it and it's all new. And, you know, with every new relationship, it all goes really well at the beginning. And then and it sort of fuzzles out. Mm. But um, hopefully it won't go on that long. It won't fuzzle out. But we will have you back in boxing. They haven't kept, they haven't stolen you from us forever, no? No, no. You know, I've got this one-off fight and uh, never say never, but nothing planned for the future with, with wrestling. Um, but don't hold your breath. Do they like your suits in WWE, though? It's Gypsy King style. They're absolutely loving it. They've never seen anything like it. It's great to see you, as always, my friend. And yeah, uh, yeah, on, yes. on to you. Yes. Uh, I hope you go, everything goes well with your uh, problem and everything and you yeah. get well soon and we... Uh, Back in Las Vegas, yeah. knocking out uh, Deontay Wilder next time. Thank you very have much. Have a Merry Christmas. Thank Not you. too merry, yeah. but have a good Christmas and I'll see you soon. Lovely. I love you very Thanks. much. Cheers, Tyson. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. This is Andy Parra for Boxing Social Association with Betfred. I'm joined by Matchroom Boxing CEO Frank Smith. Frank, we're out here. Fight week in Los Angeles ahead of KSI Logan Paul 2. We've just witnessed the 40 day screening. At the end of it, KSI said he's going to produce one of the greatest knockouts in boxing history. Your thoughts on that? I mean, I can't wait to see it if he is. It's exciting, isn't it? You, I think this fight is uh, I think it's going to be a great fight you look at the two of them look at the camp they've both been through they've put themselves properly through it and I, I think they're going to deliver on Saturday night How should we expect the fight to kind of play out obviously they're not professionals by any stretch of the imagination they're two novices as it were going in there for case of his third bout could pretty much obviously and then one with Joe Weller and Logan Paul this is his second bout you know stylistically what can we expect from them on Saturday? I'm going to be honest, stylistically I haven't got a clue, but I know they're both going to go in there and try to knock each other's heads off. And with 10 ounce gloves, no head guards, obviously that's been the big talking point, but I think it's going to make such a difference. And I think you are going to see a KO on Saturday night. Who it is, I'm not going to tell you because I don't know, but I think you'll see it. Have you watched the first fight? Yeah, I actually I watched it live. I actually paid for it. What was your thoughts on it? Uh, it was, well, I mean, look, they sold out the Manchester Arena and they went in there and they, they, they went at each other. And you have to give props to them going out in front of all those people and like they will on Saturday night to go and knock each other's heads off. Obviously, as I've said to Adam Smith earlier, the fight's had its critics and I'm sure he will do up until then and after the fight. What are you hoping it achieves in a positive sense after the fight? I think, look, it, as long as it brings in a, a new audience to the sport of boxing, isn't that good for everyone? That's good for us, you guys, for the, for the fighters themselves and for the sport as a whole as it moves forward. Um, you know, I was saying to someone earlier, if this, was a, if this wasn't a headline fight, no one would have a problem, would they? Because if this was just two guys, like anyone, you know, if you've got some skill, you could turn pro. I could, you know, if I had any skill in something, I could turn pro. And these guys have gone through, you know, the camp of being a professional fighter. They've gone through everything associated, making weight, etc., of being a professional fighter. So the fact is, is because it's a headline fight, that's what people question. But I think, you know, if this was, if this was a six rounder on a, on another card, no one would, 
say anything about it, would they? But it's just because they've got such a following, it's created such, you know, such sort of uh, hype and everything that people question it. But look, I think it's good for the sport. I think, you know, if you can retain 10%, 20%, whatever the number is, and bring a new new fan base into into the sport of boxing, I think that's brilliant. How's everything gone with regards to the initial ticket sales or pay-per-view sales, etc.? Yeah, really well. You know, ticket sales. You know, we're going to have a great crowd in there on Saturday night. But pay-per-view numbers are, are going through the roof, and this is not just this is in the US, in the UK, and in the rest of the world as well. So we're seeing huge numbers. Um, so very exciting. It's, it's it's interesting to be involved in something like this and see the numbers ticking over day in day out. It's uh, it's, it's going to be huge. Now, obviously, I know it's very late, so I just want to get a quick couple more questions in before I do let you shoot off. This past weekend, obviously, he was in Manchester. Anthony Crawler's last fight of his professional career. Your thoughts on his majority decision victory? Yeah, look, Anthony, obviously, he's been a great servant for the sport of boxing, and what he's done in his career is, is quite remarkable, you know, where he's come back from his losses over the years and, you know, won the world title. And all, you know, all the stories around what's happening in Anthony's life and career. I think he's been great for the sport, and I think he's going to have a great career beyond the sport. I think, as he said, you know, he came out the other day. I think he knows it's time to retire, and um, I think it's good to see someone actually make the right decision in this sport as well. You know, it's a dangerous sport, and uh, he, you know, he's got a big future ahead of him outside the ring as well. And obviously, Katie Taylor becoming a two-weight world champion again. Your thoughts on her victory over Christina Leonardo too? Yeah, brilliant. I think she did a brilliant job. Christina as well, very tough fighter. Um, but Katie Taylor stepping up in weight. I think she delivered, and I think there's still a lot more to come from Katie Taylor. You know, already undisputed champion, now two-weight world champion. It's, it's going to be a very interesting, exciting 2020 with her. Finally, during the night, we witnessed Canelo stop Sergei Kovalev. Your thoughts on Canelo's stoppage victory? Yeah, I mean, brilliant. He's a... Uh, what he's done again another person what he's done in the sport um, you know I saw a lot of people talking about it. you you can definitely say he's up there as pound for pound you know number one in the sport for four weight world champion um, I saw some people outside earlier who thought he was going to become the heavyweight champion of the world as well which I, you know, I'm not too sure about myself but no he's uh, he's proved a lot of people wrong you know in that fight that knockout seemed to come out of nowhere but uh, it was a, a great great knockout and it, as he said, just cemented his place up there at the top of this sport. Well, Frank Smith, I will let you shoot off now. So as always, appreciate your time. Thanks for being myself from Boxing Social. Thanks for coming out here, mate. And uh, you've got to get your voice back. Just a sore throat, mate. Boys, seeing you's made me happy again. Thanks, mate. See you this week. This is Andy Perrault for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. I'm Dub John Boy Kid Galahad out here in Los Angeles. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. How are you finding your time in LA whilst you've been here? Good, mate. Good, mate. I've been here very long. Uh, landed yesterday. Just uh, getting used to a different time zone and just, you know, relaxing, training. Uh, we're here with Billy Joe Saunders and that's it, you know, we're just focusing focus on him. I mean, obviously, that's the reason you're out here for Billy Joe. He's moved back to the Ingle gym. Did it maybe surprise you that it's happened, or I don't know if it's just for this fight or if it's a long term, etc. But what was your thoughts when he moved back so quickly? Uh, no, nothing really. You know, even when he, when he went, you know, and he did his own little thing, um, we were still keeping in contact. We were keeping in contact with Dominic, and uh, you know, it wasn't like a, a big surprise. No. So what have you seen in Billy Joe since his return to the gym? He's looking good. You know, he 
good looking good. He's on it. And um, I think with, with him signing with the Zone TV and Matchroom, he's just brought that little bit, you know, extra little flair back in him. And you're going to see Saturday night, you're going to see a phenomenal performance. Since he's moved back, what specifically has Dominic looked to try to work on with him? Not, nothing really. You know the thing is with Billy Joe. Billy Joe can fight. And, uh, you know, with him it's just motivating him and getting him the right fights. You know, even when he left the gym and, and he boxed, you know, um, the, on Frank's last show, he still looked good. And, uh, you know, the thing with Billy Joe, all he needs to do is just get fit and get, 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 weight, get weight off and that's it. He's obviously part of a stacked 168 division, or 160 if he decided to move back down. Out of save of 168 champions, Callum Smith, David Benavidez and Caleb Plant, who do you think would pose the most difficult threat to Billy Joe? It's a good one. I'd say Smith. But I believe Billy Joe is all wrong for Smith. You know, the movement, you know, he's got enough power to keep him off and you know, the movement and the angles and everything, I just think it's all wrong for someone like Callum Smith. So that is something that people do tend to say, that Callum Smith's size at 168 is obviously very big for the white. How do you feel Billy Joe would be able to deal with Callum? You know, I just believe, you know, he's got the skill set to, you know, the size will matter when you come to fight with him. But, you know, Billy Joe, his skill set, you know, his ability, agility is on a different level. So, just a final word on Billy Joe, what should we expect from him on Saturday night? You're going to see a phenomenal performance. He's going to go in there, do a number on this kid, and look a million dollars. I mean, obviously, the headline fight for the night, <laughs> KSI versus Logan Paul. Firstly, what are your thoughts on two YouTubers, as have been called, taking the headline fight? Why not? You know, at the end of the day, you know, they've got a big following, and, you know, they might have not eaten themselves, you know, in the boxing ring, but they've got a massive following. And uh, you know they've earned it through social media, and, and you know if it's social media, it's social media, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter, does it? I don't know if you'd have watched the first fight or not, but have you got any idea as to how you can maybe see the fight playing out between the pair? I haven't watched the first fight, you know, I haven't watched it. I've been watching this, this one, but uh, listen, it's a bit like a white collar fight, and uh, you know they're both novices, but listen, it should be an exciting fight. And just a quick word on yourself as well, obviously you got that final eliminator. When can we expect to see that take place? I'm not sure. Just speaking to Frank Smith just then and uh, he's given me a couple of different venues and we'll have to wait and see. Obviously that will be for the IBF title. Josh Warrington recently defended against Sofian Takuched. What was your thoughts on his victory there? Uh, he did what he had to do. You know, the guy was, wasn't the best but you know, he went in there and did what he had to do. And my final word before I do let you shoot off. This past weekend, Canelo Kovalev, what was your thoughts on Canelo's victory? I thought it was good, you know, I thought he picked the fight. That was the perfect timing to pick him. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, the, uh, the English fella we've got, Yard, you know, if Yard, Yard should have done that, but he didn't, you know, and it felt short. And uh, Kovalev went in, uh, sorry, Canelo went in there and did a number on him. Do you think Canelo's big enough to stay at 174 or do you think he should move back down? I just believe he's got the skill set. You know, with him it's not... Sometimes size matters. But when you're as highly skilled as him, you know, and he's picking the fights at the right time. And, you know, if he had a fight with Beterbev, Beterbev would walk... And he, and he boxed like how he did the other day, Beterbev would walk through him. But, you know, uh, listen, Mayweather did it and why can't he do it? He picked the fights at the right time and, you know, 
Why not? Well, kid Galad, I appreciate your time. I know you've got a show off now, so if I can speak to myself on Boxing Social. No worries, my friend. Take care. Coogan Cassius IFL TV. Whose hair is that, Coogan? Hello, mate. If you don't know, it's white. It's come off your mic. Cheers, mate. What have you been doing? How are you, mate? Yeah, you're right. Dodged quickly from that, didn't you, boy? Don't know what you're talking about, mate. Yeah. Coogan Cassius here. Over here. Look. Double IFL. Adam Sloop over here. How are you, Frank? Yeah, you're right. Couldn't get you. You belong on the red carpet, mate, to be fair. I, do you know what? I stepped on this side of the carpet and I felt like a new person. What did you feel like? Like a whole, like this is where I, this is where I should be. Yeah. You know, this is what's been lacking my whole life is a red carpet. And here now you are I'm now. Here and my life's fulfilled. Let's just track back to when, kind of, around the time this first fight, which wasn't professional, yep. took place between KSI and Logan I watched Paul. it. You watched it. Did you buy it? Yeah, you on YouTube. It? Okay. Nine pound ninety-nine, I think it was. Your on boss. Yep. Was kind of. Mm. I asked him, would you get involved in it? And he was like, mm, mm, mm. It's not the first time he's changed his mind, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, concerning a lot of things. But I suppose numbers don't lie and yep. proof's in the pudding. Yeah. So why the real change of heart to think, right, do you know what? We can actually do something, apart from the obvious. Uh, I think the obvious is the obvious yeah. key one, as you've said there. Uh, I think the fact that it wasn't actually too bad, but like the first fight was actually quite intriguing. Yeah. And the fact it was a draw means it would be fun to do it again. And it's going to be completely different this time around. 10 ounce gloves, no head guards. They both look like, have you seen them? Yeah, well, I've, I've seen them, they're Who? taking it seriously. Yeah. Dead like they're in proper like, camps, they're getting trained by. They're taking everything. Like, yeah. I can't wait. Do you want to get involved? Next year. Who's this? Who's this? What's going on here? Other loan. Frank Smith. Frank. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what they're singing. What's going on? I don't know. Someone just turned up. Um, so from what you've seen from the first fight, which was obviously a draw, yep. what what do you anticipate happening in this one? Who do you, what you want me to say? Who I think is going to win? Who do you think is going to win? Oh, I can't do that, mate. Why? Because I'm a fan of both guys, you know. Come I've on, followed man. Logan vlogs from early and KSI <laughs> since the FIFA days. Yeah. So uh, I just couldn't do that. They to both hold guys. a special yeah, place a special in your place heart. Special place in my heart, you know. You can't predict. No, I, I honestly don't know who's going. Who do you think is going to win? I don't know. I actually don't know. Honestly, I'm not even siding with one over the other. Like, no, because no, I actually don't know. I mean, the build-up's been great. Hmm. And I think this week's going to be a lot of fun as well. I think it's going to be interesting. We've sort of kind of got a taster back in London, but that was in London. This will be yeah. different or not? Uh, yeah, I think the atmosphere on Saturday night will be great in there. Um, and I think it's just completely different to anything we've ever seen. Which is good. Try something new. Is someone going to get KO'd in this, though? I think so, yes. What do you think? I think there's a good chance that this time, yeah, someone's, uh, someone's always got to go. And whoever goes on, I think they'll carry on. What, I mean, when you hear like KSI saying that there's pro fighters that he feels like he could beat and yep. stuff like that, what, what do you think about that? I'm sure there are some pro fighters he could beat, mm. don't you think? And I also think like, 
Is it and again? Oh, they're just filming. No one's turned up. They're just okay. filming. Uh, I also think that they have to start somewhere, don't they? You know, mm. it's like any fighter, anyone in any sport. It's just the fact that they're headlining is the big difference, isn't it? Mm. You know, because if they were anyone else and they weren't YouTube stars and they were going right, I'm making my professional debut, no one would care. Would, as in, no one would have a problem. With it. Mm. The only reason people have got a problem with it is because they're headlining. And, they, and the YouTube stars. I mean, I'm a YouTube yeah. star, aren't I? You're a YouTube. So if you change, if <laughs> you not, change your yeah. mind, yeah. you are. You've got like half a million subscribers, haven't you? Yeah. If you change your mind tomorrow and said, I want to be the first ever Sri Lankan heavyweight champion of the world, people would laugh at you. Who do you think would be a good fight for me to have on the undercard of KSI Logan Paul 3? KSI Logan Paul 3, the rematch rematch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the rematch I rematch. Think Who could I fight? Who would you say? A good first fight for Kugi. Who the should Sri I fight? Lankan bear Cassius. Forget about be. weights. Forget about weights. Yeah. You don't have to worry about weights. No. Um, okay, I'll probably say then, in that case, forgetting about weights, I would say... But it's got to be at least a bit fair, hasn't it? Can, can I throw one in? Yeah. What about Rob Tebbert? You actually, Rob Tebbert's about your weight class. I know. As well, he's put on a bit of timber, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so, what do you reckon, Cassius Tebbert on the undercard? Yeah, I think you do. Do you reckon? I like Tebbert. He's a better interviewer than you. <laughs> no, but he actually is. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold that up. What? He is a better interviewer than me, but in the ring, what, what do you reckon? I think you do. Do you reckon I'd KO him? Though? I reckon you KO. Him. Oh. I reckon you'd go in there, you'd own him for three or four rounds, oh. and on the fifth you'd just get a bit bored and just go prop like that. Yeah. Game over. Game over. And then I, I think, yeah. So that's my feeling is that if I, this was I, anyone else, yeah, any normal person, then no one would have a problem with it, would they? No. Do you know what? From your comments there, Frank, I could take—I couldn't take it if you said he was a better interviewer than me, and he could knock me out. No, but as so you, you got said, one he was a least. better interviewer than me, but you so would knock me out. So I was being fair that. to each of you. To fair enough. Complete. That's promotion. That's sitting, sitting on the fence. That's sitting on the fence. If everyone's seen you, you didn't have any street rep. No, I have. Now you say this. Basildon. In Basildon. Oh, right, Basildon's uh, hey. tasty, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, mate. <laughs> okay. Come on. Come on, mate. Uh, all right, Frank. Well, thanks for your little massive undercard as well. Yeah, obviously Billy Joe Saunders, world champion fighting on the undercard. Yeah, but everyone's been saying that, and the same with Devin Haney, another world champion fighting on the undercard. The only people who can have a problem with it are Billy Joe Saunders, Devin Haney, you know, the people on the undercard. They're, they're quite happy with it, and they understand that it's good for the business. So what are you moaning about, basically? Yeah, like, you, what is a guy on Twitter who's never stepped in the ring before going, oh, it's disrespectful, innit? Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like the only person who can say it's disrespectful oh, is the, the fighter fighters, on the card. Yeah. Do you get? Do yeah, you of not, no, I get that. I get that. You know, like no one else can say it's disrespectful mm. because they're happily they're happily doing it and understand the reasons behind it and think it's good for them as well in some way. I get that. I get that. When are we doing this, Tebbet Smith? Uh, Tebbet Cassius? I don't think we're allowed to fight on this little card, though. We'd have to actually turn. No, pro. would you turn pro? What, to have one fight with Would Tebber? you ever turn bro? For one fight with Tebber? No, just in general. In general? I don't know. I'm a bit old now, I think. Really? I think you've still old. got it in you, boy. Be like Freddie Flintoff. Freddie Flintoff wasn't the best, was it? What happened in the Freddie Flintoff fight? Did he get beat? No, he won. But he was a bit... He got put down? Actually, can't remember. It was a long time ago, wasn't it? Was it was a while ago now. But yeah, it's going to be a... Rooney's a proper multitask. Rooney's sweeping the red carpet. Getting rid of the leaf. Rooney! Rooney! Come in here! 
Let's ask him. Who do you think is going to win this weekend? Logan Paul. Huh? Logan Paul. He wouldn't call it because he said he's friends with both of them. Yeah, from uh, early. We're not, we're not allowed to. From YouTube dates, like when I started out my YouTube back from the forums. Oh, yeah. Those days. We, we were just discussing, yeah? Yeah. When KSI Logan Paul 3 happens, whether I could feature on the undercard against another boxing internet you reporter. Yeah. Or Frank? No, me. Frank. Me. No, Frank's undefeated. Rooney wants me to fight. Frank's undefeated. Really? Yeah. You didn't mention that in this interview. What? That you were considered. Well, I don't. I think. I've, I'm one of those, obviously. Obviously. And. You know, at that time I smashed up George Gilby um, from Gogglebox, and uh, I think I've got it in me to go go one step further. You know, but I'm focusing on outside the ropes right now. Maybe one day, Coog. We'll be there. Coogie will be there. I'll be, be there. Live and exclusive. Post fight interview. Post fight interview. You were there. I was there. Coog and Cassius with Frank Smith here for IFL TV in Los Angeles. Let's have it. Frank on the red carpet. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're on the red carpet here, live in LA, with a resident of LA, Michelle Joy Phelps. You live around here. Used to live around here, Coops. Home is where the heart is, but you are, this is, you've got a home here. Well, yeah, well, my parents do. Yeah, they live in San Diego. So LA, I lived in LA for like, what, 10, 11 years at one point, so yeah. Well, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> Um, this is a bit of a different week for us because obviously um, the main event is being headlined by two of our professions, yeah. YouTubers. YouTubers. YouTubers, absolutely. So, yeah, your kind of thoughts. I don't know if anyone's actually asked you what you think as a YouTuber. I know you're not a fighting YouTuber, but as a YouTuber, headlining it is it's good for people like us. Look, I went to the first one in Manchester and it was lit there. Although the majority of the audience, I would say about 90% was probably under the age of eight. Um, but the, the atmosphere was very lively and it was fun and, and I don't see an issue with it. It's not like we have uh, Mayweather fighting against one of these guys. Now that would be some fucked up shit, wouldn't it? You can't really swear on IFL TV, <laughs> so you have to apologize. I'm only joking. But um, listen, it is what it is. And these guys, regardless of you've got two world champions in Billy Joe Saunders and now obviously Devin Haney after he was... Uh, handed a title recently but um, these guys are the attraction here so why shouldn't they headline I suppose is the argument well I was asking uh, the same question why why weren't they headlining um, but to be honest with you I think they really and I say this with all due respects Eddie Hearn um, I think they really missed the boat here because they should have put someone like you know, Ryan Garcia on the card. I'm talking like teeny boppers would fall in love with these guys, right? Devin Haney and, and, and Ryan Garcia, like the younger generation. And I think in that case, all the little eight-year-old girls would be going crazy. And I think that they that Eddie would get boxing fans out of them. So I think they missed the boat just a little bit on that. But, you know, it is what it is. 
But is this something you think that we're going to see kind of in future cars? Maybe not always yeah, headlining, now, now. but kind of this kind of level of YouTubers with their kind of incredible following uh, fighting on cards. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're really going to make a thing of this. It'd be quite interesting to see if they do. I mean, Shannon Briggs said that uh, um, that Paul Logan, or Logan Paul, I said it wrong, Logan Paul. Why do I always do that? Oh, I do Logan Paul would be be a heavy or could be a heavyweight champion in four years i mean i don't know what he's seeing in camp that we haven't seen but i mean that's quite the statement so i highly doubt these guys are going to go into boxing they're going to do what they're going to do on saturday night make a hell of a lot of money cash out and move on to the next project so we know obviously you're kind of notoriously known as myself and not kind of giving fight predictions but can we kind of push you towards one between you've kind of seen the first fight from what you've seen in the first fight what happens in this rematch I think a lot of people had KSI winning the first one. So, I don't know. We'll see. You know me, got to always maintain that that line of professionalism, not not really wanting to give predictions. <laughs> this is a boxing event. This is a professional debut going on here, Cougs. That's fair enough. So, my last question to you would be then, if you could regardless of weight, pitch up any two kind of boxing YouTube interviewers to fight each other. And you could include yourself in it. If you've got beef with someone, then you can put this out here and call someone out. But who would you like to see in the ring to, regardless of weight, just forget about weight for the moment. It's my question, my rules. You and Umar. Boom! Like we're on the same team. That doesn't work. <laughs> so what? Because I just put it to Frank Smith, and Frank Smith asked me, like... Okay, fine. So you and Radio Rahim. I've seen Radio Ray. Come here, Ray. Come here, Raheem. Come here. Come yeah, come in. <laughs> Shut up, Raheem. <laughs> I, just, I just said to Michelle that if you, she could watch any two boxing interviewer, YouTube personalities get in the ring, who would you want to see? She said me and you. Everyone says that. But I've seen you do a bit of training. I don't really think I fancy it, to be honest. You don't fancy You're training? To say, no, no, I don't fancy it with you, to be honest. I'm just oh. being honest. Yeah, no, I, listen, I, I don't have any uh, hate in my heart for you. It would be hard to hit you. I mean, I'd do it, but I just want you to know if it the hurt money's me right, more. we do it. <laughs> it hurt me more than it would hurt you. That's stupid. Oh, that's out of control. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, be fair, All if right. this thing turns out to be as uh, big as it is expected to be, we might have to get it on. Okay, so, all right, okay, is there another American? Get it on. All right, is there another American that you think, regardless of weight, that you think, you know what, I'd have him. You see, in America, that doesn't really translate the same. There's another American, I'd have him. No, it's not. It's, it's, I'll, knock, so. I'll, I'll knock his block off. <laughs> no, I'm a man of peace. I only, I only train to protect those around me. Okay. All right, Superman. <laughs> Superman here. Go on, Clark Kent. Get out of here. Oh, 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 okay, so there's no one you want to? No. No, man, come on. I mean, but what, what's better than an American and British rival, like rivalry, right? Let's like. I mean, that's what got us here tonight, right? Would you fight Rob Tebbett from Boxing Social? <laughs> I would floor him. <laughs> like, honestly, it wouldn't even be a fight. You know what I mean? Like, it would be unfair, is my point. Right. And that, that's fighting talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that, that's not what I'm into, you know right. what I mean? Like, I would need a challenge. I'll that be the would... ring card girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, okay. I'll, I'll speak to Rob at some point and we'll see if we can get a response for this. But no, all jokes aside, Raheem, you, you're a fan of kind of the main event 
on this show, much talked about whether these two guys should be headlining a professional card. They are now professionals, have been licensed over here, so I'm assuming that you're okay with this. I think me and Rob should be headlining, honestly. It's a disrespect to us. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, to be fair, Rob's fine. And why not? Listen, if you can bring the audience, if you can put butts in the seats, if you can get people to subscribe to The Zone, why wouldn't you be in the main event? Unfortunately, I don't think there's any fighter on the undercard that can have this kind of bang for the buck. So they earn their spot. Let's see what they can do with it. I think, again, Eddie missed the mark. He should have put some boxing YouTubers on the on the undercard of this Yeah, but you're event. saying double down on that on that principle. We're asking if a YouTuber should be in the main event. You're saying yes oh, in the no, main event no. and I mean, on the undercard. I mean, just, just in general. But yeah, yeah, we, we should have been. She, she was saying someone like Ryan Garcia, who's got such an incredible social media following and appeals to kind of the younger no. female generation, should have been on this card to kind of enhance everything. Well, I mean, I guess that would have been up to Golden Boy, but Ryan Garcia is a good example. Now, he's a, you know, more traditionally uh, formed boxer, but he, I think his star has risen a lot faster than other fighters with his record and his experience would have if he didn't have the social media following that he has. I mean, he can credit that with being out front, getting the kind of notoriety that he's gotten. Even his platform last Saturday night, I think, if for my numbers, I don't know about you guys, but... He was competing with Canelo's numbers as far as people tuning in and hear what he has to say and watching his fight. So he earned his spot. If people are interested in him, give him a shot. I think he was competing with Canelo on your channel, to be fair, because I kind of saw some of the insane numbers that Ryan Garcia gets on your channel. But that was more specific to you, I think. I think that's because I have a young audience that likes fresh <laughs> and new approaches and pretty much everybody else out there is just doing the same old boilerplate stuff, so they come to me oh, for the, the fuck uh, out of my, get out of my interview. Get out of my interview. Oh no. Cancelled Radio Raheem, you've been cancelled. Bye fight fans. Oh <laughs> uh, Phelps, get back in, finish it off. Uh, he didn't really hijack it, we kind of invited him in, but he's cool, he's fine. <laughs> He's floating with the zone tonight, so he's on a different on a different oh, stage. Oh shit! Okay. Oh, I see. All right, um, it's like that. Michelle, do you want to just right. sign us out and uh, yeah, maybe hit us up with some of the great Are you spots? Are right now? Absolutely not. No. Why aren't you in the shot with me? No. My oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in the shot. Get no. in the shot. What are you doing? What are you doing? Let me see. Let me see. Let him ask the questions. The Here we go. Works. Here we go. <laughs> wow. We've got Coogan Cassius here and MJP on the red carpet. Uh, Coogan, is there any American that you fancy you'd like to get it on with? Yeah, that, there's a few actually. There's, a f there's quite a few actually. Oh, wait, you have to be specific. Um, meaning fighting, not women. Oh. oh! Do you know what? I would like to do a handicap match, yeah? You want to fight handicap people? That's not acceptable here in America. No, Raheem, that's not what we said. Handicap match, right? So me versus you, Marcos and Sekback in the same night. And I will spark all three of you. Do you have, oh, do you have any idea how many memes are going to get made from you holding my hand on this mic? I just want you to know what you've done to us. Do you want to do it properly? Do you want to do it properly? Which one of us do you like better? Oh my god, you asshole. <laughs> Don't ask me that. If, if, if it was you, she would have answered. Don't ask, Don't ask me that. Oh, do you know what, Phelps? <laughs> Fuck off now. My interview. Thank you very much.